everyone to Reverence Repeat, the podcast about life, love, and family. I'm Elisa, and this is my husband, Trent. I didn't know if I was supposed to introduce myself or not, so okay. I paused. No, it's okay. So we got a really cool, sorry, we got a really cool uh, comment on one of our vlogs, like when we were messing up the, when we did our Let's Talk diet. Oh, really? That one, yeah. She goes, um, she loved the intro and how chaotic it was. It was just somebody that watched our our video. I was like, oh, thanks. Okay, cool. Because we are just being real. It's not scripted. Okay, anyway. You didn't tell me that we got a comment? I just did. <laughs> I forgot until this very moment. Elisa's in charge I'm sorry. of all things. Hold on. One second. You good? Yeah, do you remember which... Hold on. It's okay. I'm trying to figure out. Talking to yours? Okay, I'm, I'm the word one. I'm this one. Okay, good. You do. You <laughs> No, you did. I was just double checking because um, I was getting a lot of weird sound, but I mean, it might just be my headphones. Anyway, please. I was going to say, Elisa's in charge of editing, posting, <laughs> keeping me up to date, which is uh, not working. Well, I was. I tried. I tried. I'm just kidding. Well, thank you for telling me. Thank you for telling everyone out there. You're welcome. That was the comment. Yes. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you're paraphrasing. <laughs> no, well, I mean, yeah, she said something else, but I didn't really, I don't remember the rest of it. I just remember the intro part. I can look it up later. Cause, oh, actually, no, I can look it up now. I'm just going to do it now, because if not, you're not going to leave alone. I will. I do not let this kind of stuff go. Um, so I do not know what we were talking about today. Well, I was going to get to that, but now I have to do this first. I know, but somebody has to talk while you're yeah, talk. working on the computer side. So Tell people things. So, I think Elisa wrote down two topics on two different pieces of paper, and then she's going to show them to me, and I have to pick one, quickly. Good hello, winky smiley face. Fun to watch and informative as well. Keep going. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, here, I'm going to respond to you right now. Boom. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can read this. Hold on. I'm going to mess up the handle. But I appreciate you. And I apologize if I messed this up. But Sibtane MSN. Thank you. It's very sweet of you. And also, I would say other ones, but I think the other people that have commented have literally been one of my best friends. So, so this is the first time this somebody you don't know. Twice. Well, no, I think somebody else said something on our vlog, but I wasn't doing this yet. Like, I'm still, we're still learning stuff, okay? Like, I don't know what to do and what not to do, all right? I really don't know. What also makes me really mad, I can see my bangs and look freaking amazing. And guess what? I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and they're not going to look this good. And we've got to go to church. I'm going to have to try to replicate this and I won't be able to. Wow, you went from a positive to what really makes me mad. Looking good in this current moment. You're really okay. Do we need to fix something? Because you're like you're like kind of eating me, and just need a little bit of space because I keep whacking myself down here. Is that better? A little bit. Yes, thank you. By myself, I mean my pregnancy belly. I keep, and it kind of hurts against the table. So I was like, I just need some room. Okay, I love you. I love holding your hand, but I felt like I was like this. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. We have this problem all the time. Oh, there it goes. Oh, praise God. Okay. After <laughs> that, 
let's get into the show. Thank you everyone for watching, listening, whenever you do. Um, whenever you let's, do. Let's get into it. Okay, this is what we're doing. I have on here two pieces of paper. Can you close your eyes for a second? Yes. Because I'm going to show the camera. Okay. For people watching. Um, I have two topics written here. Is it going to take it? Mm. No, it's not. Why not? Okay, fine. Forget it. I'm not trying any harder. It's gonna <laughs> there's going to be two topics. I've seen this on TikTok. I guess this is a really cool idea to do, like, to, for date night to be spontaneous, but in a way, because it's not just spontaneous for the one person. Wait, can I put my eyes? Yes, you can open oh. your eyes now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting here with my eyes closed as you talk. <laughs> Okay, I can see again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he has to choose one. And whatever's on here is the topic we're going to be talking about tonight. So it is going to be, we definitely not prepared. And this is one that we didn't get to do in the first season. So I've carried it over into this season. There it is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. I've been trying to fix my mic because it got a little messed up. Okay. I cleaned off the desk because I didn't put up a new monitor. Yes. And so I moved everything and Elisa was not happy about it. Well, I have everything perfect. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Okay, here we go. You have to choose. Okay. Ready? Go. You have to show him to me. No, you're supposed... Oh! He wasn't oh, even oh. listening. <laughs> this is way worse. I thought you showed me and I had to like, pick one really fast. Wow, you're really hot. Okay, that's um, good. You're let's go with the bottom one. Oh, you have to pull the bottom one out and then you get to read it. This is why you need practice. No. Okay. Singleness and marriage? That's the topic. Okay. Okay. Well, we have experience in both. I do. I feel like I echo a little bit. Well, you're really stuck. Okay. Um, how's that? Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Somehow the buttons got messed with. There we go. Oh my gosh. That was better for everybody. Yeah. Alan mm -hmm. could have been up here and messing with, been messing with stuff. But, okay. Um, well, we do. We have... Experience in both. We have more experience in being single, but. Your mic looks low. For your mouth. Sorry, guys. Looks like it fell. There Is you that go. Better? Okay. Sorry. And again, yeah. What if our daughter gets up here somehow, this stuff changes, so bear with us through the technical difficulties. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff happens on this desk. We can't just leave our mics up. We gotta take them up and down and move stuff. Yeah. Sadly. So. Okay. Okay. Um, my voice is usually not that low, but anyway. Okay, so, yes, singleness and marriage. And what did you say about singleness? I kind of missed it. <laughs> like a hot I said we had experience in both. We've been in both. We have been in, yeah, we have been, oh, it might be too short. We, oh, have, we have been in both, yes, we have. But, like, I guess, oh, I didn't like that, sorry. I guess what I would say is, like, we, um, I think I have more experience being single than I do. Yeah. Obviously, being married because we've only been married for two and a half years. So, we'll call the big number three. We're gonna get there with two kids. Can you believe it? No, that's crazy. This is very distracting. She keeps messing with our sound, which is not a bad thing. We're trying to get good sound. It's really hard sometimes when I'm the only one doing this and I have to also focus on things. Let's try that. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to probably keep messing with it because it could have gotten hit or something. Anyway, okay. 
Do you sound good in your ear? I think so, yeah. Alright. Anyways. We so promise by the 10th episode of season 2, we will not be messing with the soundboard anymore. You can't say that. We have a daughter that can get up here and nope, mess nope, and ruin. Nope, nope, She will not ruin get up here and mess anything anymore. Ruin. She doesn't ruin stuff. She just messes with it. She doesn't know. She's not trying to sabotage the show. No, no, She's I She's not mean, up in bed right now being like, ha. No, I just mean like she, she has moments where she sits here and, I mean, I do. I tell her no for something and she like looks at me and then she does it anyway. You know how kids do that? Yeah. She's testing us to see where the batteries actually are. Wait, did they actually mean what they say? Right. And that's what they need. They need to know, oh, yes, mommy and daddy said this. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah, so we actually have to follow through. Yes. Okay. And we do. We do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Singleness and marriage. Um, was it, this was one from season one. Yes, this is one that you chose. These are one of your topics that we didn't get to, so therefore, I brought them in. Okay, that looks good. Um, a lot of the shows from season one like I, were thoughts I had when I was listening to Jordan Peterson podcasts, so I don't know what this one was and what the context was. So I guess I'm just going to have to kind of riff and wing it, because I don't know what I was thinking at the time. Well, I'm, I'm also going to bring in some biblical stuff. Well, yeah, you just need we're Christians, so we need, we need to go back to the Word whenever we can. Um, I mean, that's where we yes. get all of our guidance from. And so... What about sex? That's what I landed on. Biblical. Okay, people? Come on. Okay. Um. <laughs> My husband's like, shut up. <laughs> You've never said that to me. I'm just kidding. This is a weird episode, guys. <laughs> just, just bear with us. Comment and say that it's weird, but I'll be honest. I don't know. It's okay. That is my door alarm. I have to make sure I lock all the doors. Because I'm still not used to that. Got it. Okay, you ready? Or do you want me to keep going? Yeah, you keep talking. Do you have anything you want to say? If not, I found. Yeah, go some... ahead. Do your thing. Okay. Okay. Well, the Bible talks about relationships of like all kinds, but in I use the Message Bible. Um, and I mentioned this before on our different social media platforms. Um, I love it. It has Eugene H. Peterson's notes within it, but because in the back there's like an index and it breaks stuff down and it just makes it a little bit nicer. I hate that I'm popping on those peas. I'm so sorry. I don't like that. Okay. So this is what is said. Okay. Proverbs 21.9. Better to live alone in a tumble-down shack than share a mansion with a nagging spouse. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you can't... God obviously intended for the majority of people to get married. It's, it's not for everyone. No, because not. Because, because of that right there, you can't force it. You can't just be like, well, God said in Genesis to take dominion over the world to do it and you do that by having kids at least part of it but again that's not everyone's calling you can't force it you, you it's all in god's timing and so you just have to rely on him that if you are meant to be single that he's going to be the one who provides that he's he's going to be the other half he's how you're going to because in our marriage a big thing that we have like we, we have somebody to bounce ideas off of to talk to stuff about, to, to grow with. Hey, babe, I, mm, I didn't like how you said that. Or mm, maybe you should think about just getting a different perspective, which is great. 
So, so if you're single, you don't you don't have that. You have to do it yourself. You have to put in extra work and go and dive, and you have to be more self-critical because you don't have those other people to point things out to you. And so it's good to have other friends because they can do that some to some degree mm-hmm. and help you get your characters. Because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you're missing. You don't know. Um, yeah, like I said, you don't know what you don't know. So if you have a flaw, you can't always point it out yourself or figure it out yourself or fix it yourself. It's, it's always great to have other people. And when you live with somebody and they're always there, then that just happens uh, more regularly. Yes. Okay. What you were saying at the beginning fits with this next verse, and so I was just going to add that piece okay. of information. First Corinthians 7, 7 through 8. Sometimes I wish everyone were single like me, a simpler life in many ways. But celibacy is not for everyone any more than marriage is. God gives the gift of the single life to some and the gift of the married life to others. I do, though, tell the unmarried and widows that singleness might well be the best thing for them, as it has been for me. Who? I'm sorry, I'm trying. Paul, right? Wrote the Corinthians? Okay, Paul. Is it Paul or is it Saul? Oh yeah, it's Paul. Um, don't, don't even go there. You already went there. I know it's too late. Um, no, it, it's Paul, and he was—he was single. And what? This is for my sister. Oh, Paul. It's Saul. Okay, she'll understand. It's an inside joke. Nobody else is gonna get that. That's fine. <laughs> monks and stuff they were all celibate they didn't get married they were all single and yeah they're all they were all fine i mean it's just it's where god has you why are you single because you're immature and and you you can't actually go with somebody else or are you single because god just hasn't brought the right person into your life yet yeah and i think like if we interviewed some of my my family members or friends on this i think they'd all have a different take on it and i the only thing i can speak for is myself I had probably two or three relationships before I met you. The first one is what ruined the next two and made bad decisions in my life and in dating spiral downward. The thing I have to say about singleness is it's hard. For those that are supposed to be married, if that's God's plan for you, because um, I felt like I felt like I was sinking when I was in these other two relationships, and it's because I mean he was the one I was supposed to marry, but there was a huge revelation that God took me through that brought so much truth and so many different things like to my um to my to my attention and it really just and we're back okay we stopped for technical difficulties and conversation all of that lovely stuff we're better now we are better now we're better people (laughs) what i do not feel like a better person i do yeah Okay, I'll finish what I was saying. 
I picked up and I said, I think the last thing I was saying, I said it just, and then we stopped. So what I was saying was the revelation that God brought me through was eye-opening in the fact that when you connect with somebody intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally, it hurts at a, in a way where it intimidated my physical attraction. I know that makes probably doesn't make any sense. Maybe it does make it make sense. But I felt like because the physical part of the relationship, holding hands, kissing, all that stuff was missing in that first relationship, I felt like, well, that's why it didn't work. So I need to give more. I need to have a relationship that has the physicalness, that has... <coughs> He, you know, the guy can, that I can date is, is right there. We can physically go out on dates, blah, 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 blah. No, God brought me to this revelation that you need the emotional, the spiritual, the intellectual connection before you have a physical connection. Yes, you're going to have a physical attractiveness, but before you hold hands, before you kiss, before you do any of that, because when... I, when I started dating Trent, it took him till our third or fourth date, and it took him an entire Dark Knight movie to hold my hand, to hold, just to hold my hand, you know? And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, it took him like a week and a half, close to two weeks, because after three weeks we were engaged. I mean, close to the two-week mark that he finally kissed me. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like, why doesn't you want to kiss me? What's wrong with blah, blah, blah. Nothing was wrong with me. He was respecting me. The way that God had intended, we had connected on our Christian faith, and we had connected on an intellectual level, and we start, we connected emotionally, trying to understand each other, and how his man brain worked, how my woman brain worked. I mean, we're still figuring that out. That's it. These <laughs> things are never, you're never going to, fully figure it out before you get married. I'm just going to say that right now. That's not going to happen. But in the other two relationships before I met him, I lost in sight of and forgot about how important the intellectual, the emotional, and spiritual connection is. The first guy I dated was agnostic. Big mistake. Because that's why we ended up breaking up because we were never going to see eye to eye on belief and that really damages people. Now, some people can make it work. Some people bring people to the Lord. I was not one of those people. The next guy, he was a Christian, but in ways that were our culture didn't um, line up. I guess you, honestly, I was just too American. I'm not going to lie. Like I just was too Americanized, I think. And there were things too that I just didn't feel like intellectually or emotionally, like there weren't things that we were truly connected on. And then I met Trent. But in that time when I was sitting with God and trying to figure out where it all went wrong, it went wrong with that first relationship. And God walked me through that revelation. And he goes, Elisa, singleness is hard. Yes, and I said this for people who are intended to be married, but singleness is hard when we forget 
what we're supposed to be learning and preparing for in our singleness. And God actually speaks on that in here, and I want to read it because this actually is going to probably put into words what I'm trying to say. God's going to say perfectly. Let me get that really quick, sorry. Should have read the one about parenting. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, it says, Okay, I want you to live as free of complications as possible. When you're unmarried, you're free to concentrate on simply pleasing the master, simply pleasing God. Marriage involves you and, and all the nuts and bolts of domestic life and in wanting to please your spouse, leading to so many more demands on your attention. The time and energy that married people spend on caring for and nurturing each other the unmarried can spend in becoming whole and holy instruments of God. I'm trying to be helpful and make it as easy as possible for you, not to make things harder. All I want is for you to be able to develop a way of life in which you can spend plenty of time together with God, without with the Master, without a lot of distractions. And that's in 1 Corinthians 7, 32-35. I think that puts what God took me through in that revelation I was looking at singleness the way culture, our culture looks at singleness, and I was forgetting to look at singleness on how God sees it. It's a time to prepare you to either be the perfect wife to God only for those that aren't supposed to be married, or the perfect wife for your future spouse. And that was my revelation. I realized, wow getting so broken and damaged. I turned away from God and went to culture's singleness mindset instead of turning into God and looking at it through this lens right here. Of In that singleness, my relationship with God could have grown so much. I made the decisions I made. I live with it. I let them mold me and grow me and hopefully they'll encourage my children and I can be... Or, through this, like, look, I'm not perfect. These are the mistakes I make as well, blah, blah, blah. But there is nothing wrong with being single. As long as we remember to look at it in the form of look at the opportunity we have to better our relationship with God, to better our relationship with those around us, to better our relationships with ourselves, to see ourselves as the King in Heaven sees us, and to see ourselves as we should see ourselves is this beautiful masterpiece and not go looking for it elsewhere. Yeah. Okay, so yes, no, okay. it makes sense. <laughs> okay. God didn't make us to be single. And we, we never are. We can think we are if we don't believe in God, if we push him to the side, if we don't give him the time we need. But we're not. We're God did not make us to be single. He, it's either him or him and a spouse. Because even if, if you're not married and have God, you're still you're still single. You're not going to develop the way he wants you to. You're not going to live the kind of life that God demands. And, and none of us can. Like this, Part of the beautiful things about being a Christian is, is we know we can't. But it also doesn't mean we don't try or that we can just be like, oh, I, I can't live perfectly. So you just keep on saying, ah, God saves everyone. He he knows your heart. 
He knows everyone. Um, okay, he's distracted. Should have told me that before I looked over there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not. Doing we we <laughs> we talked about light being an experiment. That's one way that we're trying to live. That you go through this life and you have to try things back and forth, and you're never gonna get it right, but you can get close. And you always have to go back and lean on God. If you have a spouse, lean on your spouse. You two are supposed to lean on each other and always point each other to God, but. In that experiment, you're never alone if you believe in God. And I think that's the difference between the Christian's view of singleness and the world's view of singleness. If you're coming ahead of the culture, you're just like, everything is, you're alone. And you have no one to talk to, you have no one to, uh, who cares enough about you to put the time in. You can have friends, but those, they can walk away. You can walk away if you're a friend. I'm sure everyone's had a friend where you needed somebody. <clears throat> you needed somebody to talk to, and there's just nobody there. Well, you you have that if you're God. You're not truly single. No, not if you're God. If you know God. Yes. No, I agree. I think of a few people, like in my life, or like family and non-family, just people that I know we've gotten to know at church and... Um, yeah, I, I, you know, they've chosen God, and that's what God intended for them, and they have this beautiful relationship, because also like that verse I read previously said, your attention is pulled. God knew it. Now, God designed marriage, and he knows this, and the most important thing is to remember the balance in marriage, which is God has to still be at the center. You still have to give God the time that he requires wires of you for you actually well you need a god honestly so you also feel like just balanced and good and all that jazz but you also have to give that time to your spouse and if you have kids now you're giving your time to your kids and so you have to make sure too your kids don't become the top of the triangle because then everything's off balance your spouse is feeling neglected your relationship with God is neglected, and you're pouring then from an empty well. You have nothing. And God is, and I'm trying to be cheesy, but like it's true, but God is living water. He is all that we need. And so when we start with him, come back to him, when we're like, crap, I've been doing this by myself, and now because I've been doing this or trying to do this by myself, I feel like crud, I feel empty, whatever. It's because you're whole pyramid your whole setup of your relationship is to become off balance and um to say more on what trent was saying about marriage um matthew 19 11 through 12 which i remember reading this because i studied the entire book of matthew it was fun jesus said not everyone is mature enough to live a married life it requires a certain aptitude and grace Marriage isn't for everyone. Some, from birth, seemingly never give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted. And some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons. But if you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it. I don't think there's much more I can add like, to that. I mean, if Jesus said it, it's kind of hard to find with him or say it anymore, starkly. No. 
No. You heard it here first. Do it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But I was going to say this. Because, like, when you set a relationship, and I like this, I think it was Jordan Peterson that said this, and I'm not going to be able to say it word for word because I can't find it. I was, that's what I was trying to find on the computer. He has a series going on about marriage, and we've watched the first episode, and it's amazing. This man is literally so brilliant. But when you are married and you've entered a marriage, it is going to be one of the hardest things you've ever done because you don't you don't get to walk away in a sense. I'm not going down the divorce route. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to get, nope, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, like, when you are in this marriage, like Trent and I are in this marriage now, a biblical one. Not a cultural one. Yes. Not one the government has a finger in. Right. A biblical one. You, like, like Jesus says here, the largeness of marriage. Marriage is so complicated. But it is so worth it. It's like Jesus is saying, if you are willing to take this on, do it. But what you're taking on is a lot to swallow. And I'm not going to lie. Like Trent and I have been married for two and a half years now. And yeah, we have arguments. Yeah, we have frustrating moments. Yeah, we have amazing positive moments. Yes, we have um, beautiful moments. We have two, I know, beautiful women. We do have one, you know, two beautiful daughters. And with all that being said, you, there is still so much to marriage that I do not understand and that I do not get. And I probably won't. I probably will look back 50 years from now, I've been like, oh man, yeah, I've learned so much, but I know I'm going to, one day die, go to heaven, and sit here and go, well, I just learned a whole lot more, because now I'm in this perfect place. I will constantly be learning what it takes to be married, and the work, and the effort, the extra, and over-communication you have to have, the the hard work that it takes to make sure that your spouse knows how loved and appreciated and valued they are, um, that you're taking time for your spouse and you're not putting your kids above them and you're not, again, the relationship thing I talked about. Marriage, a biblical spiritual marriage, is a beautiful thing, but it is hard work, and you do. You have to be willing to put in the effort to keep making it work. I like what this guy says, too, on, on Instagram. I forget his main name, but I remember his handle. It's called Upset the Gram. <laughs> and he speaks about marriage. In the he, go, he talks and starts, everybody's always in the honeymoon phase. It's when the honeymoon phase ends that the real work of marriage sets in. And a lot of people, they get scared, they get nervous, they want to back out. Or, you know, uh, the reality sets in. That's when the hard work sets in of continuously making those romantic moments or the honeymoon moments happen or the reality of bills to be paid or you've got kids, you've got carpool, you've got whatever going on on your plate, you're working a 9 to 5, 8 to 5, whatever job or if you're a 
stay-at-home mom, you're working 24-7, then you've, you've got these things, right, that you have to just realize that you've got to put in the work for these things, that the honeymoon phase ends. It doesn't mean you don't love that person. It's a whole nother level of love that sets in when you get married and you set forth in that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I, didn't... <coughs> I hope that all made sense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is that all you have to read? Uh, I'm not sure. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, I don't know. I mean, we could probably go on for another couple hours, but... I don't, I don't think we need to. I don't want to beat this subject to death or yeah, over do exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I don't want to do that. I should Yeah. If you're single now, you're in that place for a reason. And don't be looking to get out of it just because other people have or because there's a lot of perks to being married. And don't just settle either. Um for any, any relationship, always know where you want it to go. Don't just date someone to be dating someone. I mean, you're going to have to at least once, but if, if there's something goes, or you have any questions or any, hmm, I don't know why he said that, or I don't know if he's serious, I don't know why he's dating me or why she's dating me. Um, I don't know, it's something you can, you can talk about the next date. Um, and if you scare them off, then they obviously weren't the right person. That's, I think... Mm -hmm. Part of our story was I told Elisa I loved her before I kissed her, and I think that was a that was a positive for you. I'm not saying it has to be for everyone, but I was I was serious. I knew I went I went into that first date <clears throat> being like, well, if there's a second date, then that means I could marry her. And there was a second date, and now two kids. <laughs> yes, there, yes, three weeks of dating before you proposed. Mm -hmm. But no, that was huge long weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know that this one definitely is a heavier topic. And mm -hmm. um, I think I finally found what I was trying to, what Jordan Peterson said, at least one of the things. Um, he says, uh, successful relationships are all about creating a space where the boundaries are clearly defined and each partner can trust the other to be completely open about their thoughts, feelings, and experiences. That's not the full one that I wanted, but that is one of the things that he has said. It's not the specific one that I wanted. But I do believe that that's also true. You're not here to tear the other person down. You're here. You're going through this messy, beautiful, amazing thing together, and you're trying to figure out how to do it together. Together, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, this is a deep and hard topic just because of the way our culture sees marriage or dating or sex it's mm -hmm. because that's what we consume a lot of we consume a lot of media and entertainment mm -hmm. and that's how they all portray it and so it's hard to get out of that mindset of okay no wait what does god actually say what is marriage actually for what is sex actually for and what is singleness actually for is singleness just the time to run around and have as much fun as you possibly can no it's <clears throat> Your whole life is pointing you towards something. So what is that? How can you be the best person you can? How can you help future generations? How can you help the people you're around now? And is it is it just running around and having as much fun as possible? No, that's 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 not 
it's... I guess it depends on what you mean by fun. We're not saying... At least, I don't think you're saying... I'm not saying don't go out and experience the world. Don't go out and and travel and meet people and experience experience stuff. But don't experience stuff where you're going to have regrets afterwards. Especially if you're aiming towards marriage. Yeah, because if not, those are regrets, like I was saying, bad decisions. Those are things you've got to come to terms with and live with and then eventually bring into your future spouse and tell them. You've got to tell them. And you've got to relive all of that again. And so there's sometimes it helps you stop and think twice, but sometimes you do. You've got to make the mistake to learn the lesson. You just then better be able to, once the mistake is made, own up to it. Own up to it and tell your husband or wife and realize that if they are the person that God has designed them to, they are going to see you and forgive you and love you the way Jesus forgave you and loves you. But that is something you have to be upfront and honest with them about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all have a past. We were all single. We all have this yeah. time in our lives where we weren't married. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your your past is what brought you to the the place you're at now, mm-hmm. and so you both have to love it and hate it. Mm-hmm. This is an imperfect world. You have to love all of it because it brought you to where you are now. Mm-hmm. To and you have to hate it because you don't want to make the same mistakes you did in the past. And so it is. It's just learning from it and giving yourself grace. Nobody's perfect. Don't use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. But it's true. It is. It's a. It's a paradox. God forgives everything, but it doesn't. You keep on sinning, without without trying. Yeah. It's hard to explain. And you're doing a pretty good job. This is a tough topic. Um, but yeah, I'll come. We can start wrapping up. This is like I figured going to be one of our longer ones, just because it is such an intense topic. And there's things that we've said that maybe we didn't say as clearly. Please just give us some grace. It is late at night, and we are parents, and there are things that maybe we didn't explain as clearly as maybe we would have liked to, but I know we will talk about marriage again. There's nothing wrong with being single, and there's nothing wrong with being married. Just know both are do require hard work. Both require um, a relationship um, with that that is wrapped in honesty and openness and communication. Um, We just have to take on our faith and our Christianity that we um, throw into the singleness and throw into the marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there any other thoughts you have? No. We're about to hit 40 minutes and we're good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, if you guys survived listening to all this, we really appreciate it. Um, obviously, uh, some sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short. Anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. As always, you know, like, subscribe, um, or rate us on Apple or Spotify. Leave comments. We love hearing from you guys. We appreciate everything. Um, and we just hope that, uh, yeah. I mean, that you guys continue to listen and to watch. We've constantly got new content randomly coming out. We're not as set on the schedule this time as we were the first season. But, yes, just stay tuned. Um, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
or whatever we're going to end up calling you, rinsies, repeaters. Or just call you the peeps. The peeps. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Okay. The people. Who listen to this show. No, no just the people. I'm Elisa. I'm Trent. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time at an unspecified time. <laughs>